1: You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics.
2: There, there comes a time and a place where you have to rip some tails, honestly, and that's what that's what we did. But I wanted our players and to understand the reason we did that, why we did that. Wanted them to know it, it's never personal, and and the guys get it. Uh, talking to the captains, they they want some of that to make sure that guys are conscientious to do their jobs better and more precisely. And I, I don't, I, I still feel like that's what we're missing a little bit is just the guys caring enough to do their job perfect on Saturdays and practice all the time. Because it's close, but we, we can't do those little things and, and shoot ourselves in the foot. We're not a good enough team. Anymore.
0: Well,
1: yeah, it was a message that, that needed to be said. I think our team uh, needed to hear it. Um, and it's something that we're, we're working to change. You know, I think as, as a leader as of the team, I, I took it personally. You know, it's, it's something I need to, to help put into action.
0: And here we are, another edition of the Husker Line Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Nate Klaus, as you heard from Scott Frost and Adrian Martinez. And we, we'll see Adrian Martinez back on the field, by the way, uh, starting a quarterback here for Saturday's game at Purdue. But uh, let's get kind of to the theme of the week, guys. Um, kind of a culture-shaping, rebuilding the the mindset, the toughness week. Um, it started in the postgame. Nebraska lost another disappointing game uh, to Indiana on Saturday. And just had some critical mental breakdowns that have plagued this team, whether it was on offense, defense, or special teams. And you heard Scott Frost in the post game Saturday, um, you know, mention that and talk about it. Then on Monday they had um, kind of a players meeting uh, with Coach Frost, where you know he lit into the team after that game as much as he's ever done. And, you know, with today's generation of kids, they're not used to getting yelled at by adults, like like maybe like our generation or older generations. Um, so he just, you know, let the guys know, hey, this is why I'm that way. I felt it was time to do that. And I think the players respected him for that. But then let's fast forward to the practice week. Nebraska goes outside. It's freezing, bitter cold weather. I wouldn't say bitter, but very cold weather. Uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, snow coming down, wind it's wet surfaces because of that, and they practiced outdoors both days. I mean, Robin, I looked at it as you know what we're gonna we're gonna send a message. We're gonna find out who really wants to play football here because these are the kind of days when you go outside to practice. You got to want to be here, um, especially when the wind's howling and it's snowing and you're slipping and your feet are cold, your hands are cold. Um, and it was interesting to kind of see that approach all week.
2: Yeah. You got to wonder why they didn't do it before Minnesota when they knew it was going to be cold up there and then practice inside all week, but better late than never. Um, I think they're at a point now where they're just running out of stuff to try. I mean, they tried the nice guy routine. They tried, uh, shaking things up, um, you know, with, with depth chart or you know maybe moving some guys around with playing time uh, but now to the point where Scott Frost does exactly what he doesn't want to do and that's being the the yell mean coach I mean that's not his philosophy at all I mean he's kind of a, a Tom Osborne guy where he doesn't need to be a yeller to get his point across but it got to the point after that Indiana game where I don't think he felt he had any other choice I mean he had to try something new to try and get through to this team uh, to try and flip a switch because uh, they've done about every possible tactic you can think of and nothing has worked. So uh, we'll see how it plays out. Um, you know, I'm kind of at the point now where it doesn't matter what they say and do during the week of practice uh, until it translates on game day. It uh, doesn't mean much. So hopefully uh, the, whatever they've done this week does the trick uh, and they play like the team we all expected they'd
1: be going into the year. Well, I feel like it's one of those deals where – if you never get yelled at, you and all of a sudden you get yelled at, it, it'll kind of rattle your cage a little bit. Uh, same thing is if you always get yelled at all the time, if you're getting dog cussed every single practice, you kind of grow tone deaf to it. And, and so when you get yelled at, it doesn't really mean a whole lot. So I, I feel like he, he did want to rattle some cages, but I also kind of want to let him know where he's coming from. And, um, I mean, no one's more competitive than Coach Frost in this deal. And, and when they lose, I, I feel like he takes it as personal and, and it cuts him as, as deep as anybody and um, and and I think they're definitely you know because of that they're they're rattling some cages this week practicing outside I don't remember the last time Nebraska not just under frost but under past several coaches I don't remember the last time they practice outside this this often
2: well, now it should be noted too they want to practice on the grass fields cuz the yeah, natural the grass surface at Purdue. So I think that was probably the plan to begin with, but uh, I'm sure they're doing it more so, uh, you know, than maybe they normally would, uh, just to set that that mental
0: toughness well, approach. And there was the thought I think in the past, you know, we have the indoor facility, let's not let the weather affect our practice and let's get all of our reps in as quality reps and stay out of the elements for that reason. Well, this is a complete different approach. I mean, they're like, you know what? We want you to to try to execute as well as you can in these conditions, and we'll find out how mentally strong you are. And You saw some guys not, not wearing sleeves, and they, they looked pretty miserable you know, when they were out there, and a lot of guys were wearing sleeves. I know he mentioned you know, there were a lot of guys at the Minnesota warm-ups that came out in hoodies. Um there will be a full hoodie watch, Robin, during warm ups at West Lafayette. I mean, <laughs>
2: we'll see who who got the message and who didn't. But uh, you know what's funny though is just a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, you know, Frost was saying that playing in cold weather is just a mindset that, you know, you don't need to do all these dipping balls and ice buckets like PJ Fleck was point, doing and all this stuff. And now all of a sudden they're trying to say that you need to be out there to have that mentality. I don't know. I mean, I think that they're just, like I said, they're trying anything and everything to get through to these guys. It is. That's we'll a great point works. you make there, Ryan.
1: I think this is all – we're witnessing the staff grow and learn just just as much as the players and everybody else. I think this is all just part of going through the Big Ten and, and kind of learning what works and what doesn't work. And, and I think they – they did probably think, you know, what it's just a mentality. Yeah, you know, we don't need to be, you know, freezing our hands off and, and doing all these extra things uh, to go play in Minnesota, and then they got their butts whipped up there. And so now they probably figured out, you know, what maybe maybe we do need to work on some of that stuff.
0: Well, and I think last year November, if anything, October, late October November showed the staff like what they could be dealing with every year in Nebraska and. It was the worst winter, obviously, in in Lincoln's history as far as snowfall goes. The two coldest home games in 25 years took place in Memorial Stadium against Michigan State and Illinois, um, which obviously hampered what they did offensively, especially in the Michigan State game, not the Illinois game. That They were able to move the ball on that cold day still. Um, But I I think knowing what November brought last year, they're like, we're not going to be caught off guard by that this year
2: yeah and you know it's frustrating that it took them to actually like experience it to prepare accordingly for Big Ten weather as if but you don't
0: know until you know
2: I guess I mean (laughs) you gotta understand though that it's going to be arctic temperatures and snow and rain I mean that's part of what makes the Big Ten the Big Ten is it's a grinded out physical league kind of out of necessity because you can't do the flashy stuff you can do in Florida and California uh, because the weather won't allow it but like you said, Nate, uh, I mean, this is a learning process for these coaching staff too. I mean, they're they're kind of cutting their teeth a little bit right now just as much as the players are, and hopefully, you know, as they continue to grow, uh, that preparation will adjust accordingly and they'll be much
1: more um, – prepared, uh, for whatever elements they might have to face. Well, we, we all know that coaches are some of the most stubborn people yes. on the face of the, the earth and they believe in what they believe in and what they do and, and everything, you know, they, they, it, it'll be, it'll work no matter what. And we, we have a way of doing it and it's going to work. And I think sometimes you do figure out. You know what? We got to tweak some things. Uh, what we do works, but we're going to have to adjust on the fly sometimes. And and I think this is just part of that.
0: Well, Nebraska will travel to Purdue. It's a 11 a.m. kick local or a Central Time, 12 local out in West Lafayette. Lots of um, things around this Purdue game that make it look favorable for Nebraska. They're two and six, um, but they're missing their quarterback Isaiah Sindelar. Or Elijah Sindelar, excuse me. And then, you know, their two best defensive players, Marcus Bailey and Lorenzo Neal, out for the season. Rondell Moore, um, you know, has been out for four games with a hamstring. So lots on paper that we're going to talk about here going into this matchup uh, with Purdue. It's a Fox big noon kickoff. It's not really the, we don't get Gus Johnson and Joel Klatt. Uh, I think those guys are going to be at the Washington-Utah game. Um, but we do get the big noon stage, um, as Fox calls it. But it's, it's going to be uh, Tim Brando on the call uh, out there as, as we get ready. But we'll talk about Adrian Martinez next as he'll make his first start since Northwestern. We'll break that down and more. You're listening here to the Husker Line Show.